What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, Talk With Beauties, episode 85. Today, we're going to talk about NFL playoffs. NFL playoffs are right around the corner, and this is Thursday night. They start on Saturday night, so we're trying to get this episode as quickly out as possible. Before we talk about the playoffs and everything you got to know about them, let's get into the guests. We got two guests on today. We got Kettler and we got Connor. What's going on, boys? What's going on? All right, so we'll talk about the format real quick, and then we'll get straight into it. So we're going to start off with AFC and NFCs. Um, we're talking about the first seeds in both divisions first, and then we're going to go into that whole bracket for that one side and then go on to the NFC, talk about the number one seed, go through that whole side of the bracket, talk about our Super Bowl matchup um, potential, and then we'll, we'll see how we're doing from there. So you guys ready for this? Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with the AFC. Number one seeded Baltimore Ravens. They get the bye, finish the season 13-4, and four, have a plus 30, 325% or, excuse me, plus 325 odds to win the Super Bowl, second best odds of all the teams in the NFL. This team's looked really good all season long, has some very good quality wins, lost that last game of the season to Pittsburgh, but it really was didn't really matter. Really just a throwaway game at that one. Uh, Connor, let's start off with you. What do you think about Baltimore this year? How do you think they've been doing all year long? Do you think they're going to be able to sustain it? I think they're easily the best team in football. They easily beat the 49ers a few weeks ago, and they've been winning consistently at least for the past uh, half of the season, and they look really good all year. Lamar, Lamar will probably win MVP, I'm sure. I don't think anyone will. MVP race has been kind of underwhelming, but I don't know. I think they are the best team, which is surprising. Lamar kind of put an end to that debate of uh, once you pay quarterback, like the rest of the team regresses, where this team like is stacked everywhere. So I think they look good. Yeah, what do you think about Keller? I think the Ravens are good. Um, 13-4 record this year. Um, like what Connor said, that Niners game, because everyone was like, oh, Niners, Niners, Ravens, Super Bowl, because that's what the Super Bowl logo is. Um, but if that's the case, if it repeats like that, then the Baltimore Ravens are easily going to win because they definitely have the upper hand. Their defense played amazing, and their defense overall is just remarkable. Plus, you have Lamar. He still has all his threats and all his different ways he can beat you. So then, I mean, with Harbaugh, just a great record and great coach. So overall, they'll be good. They've been really a good season, and Lamar definitely has the MVP vote. Yeah, I think this is a really good team. I think after that Niner game, you really kind of see them as like a number one team, not just in the AFC, but yeah, as in the NFL, as, Kettler, as Connor said, actually. But Kettler, yeah, I agree with you. I think MVP as of right now probably goes to Jackson. Uh, it's really just a quarterback award. Who's the best quarterback on the best team? And I think this guy is the best quarterback on the best team. I think it's uh, pretty much hands down there. The only problem I have with this team right now is when it comes to the playoffs. So I have a numbers here. They're 66-32 and 32 in the regular season since 2018. But the playoffs have been the total opposite. When Lamar has been in the games, he's only had three touchdowns, five interceptions, QBR of averaging of 41.5 in those playoffs. In that one year that he got the MVP in 2019, Unfortunately, he did not have that great of a playoff game. Um, the yards looked good, 365 pass yards, 143 rush yards. But in that game, he had 
Three total turnovers, two of which were interceptions, only one total touchdown, QBR of 63.2. And the loss to the Titans, which was a score of 28-12, to they were a 14-2 team that year as well. So this is very uh, similar to that 14-2 that team a couple years back. And it's really, honestly, a, a same MVP caliber season as that 2019. So is Lamar going to be able to, to break out of that shell, make it further past in the first round? We'll have to see. Last year, they didn't have him in the playoffs, so that really did hurt him. This year, they get the lowest seed going into the second round, so that's already going to be a plus there. So they're going to be rested, but how much is too much rest? So, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see with, with those those guys going into uh, the second round. All right, so let's head into our first matchup. We'll start off with a wild card matchup. Number seven ranked Pittsburgh versus number two ranked Buffalo. Connor, let's start off with you. What do you think about this one? Um, I think the seventh seed is an embarrassment to NFL playoffs. I mean, since they introduced it, uh, is one team still like one, and then they even make it past there? I don't know if that's true still, but it wasn't. That was the case for a while. Um, I it, this year more so for sure with the AFC. I, I don't know how the Steelers always get that seventh seed. They they're always just the most average team in football. So I, I feel like the Bills will win this pretty easily. Bills have been looking really nice over the past like half season too so this is the perfect time for them to kind of be like good like they they yeah. look really good and it's a, the best time to do so so yeah they're they're in a, a hot hand right now Kettler, what do you think about this game i disagree with connor actually i think the steelers are going to win this game frankly just saw the steelers yeah they may be an average team and then you know they have the energy when the fire not canada this season and even if they have rudolph as their quarterback the Bills, the, Josh Allen just hands out interceptions like crazy. He's just, oh, Stephon Diggs is out there somewhere, you know. And I don't think that off, like, before this game, they were they were inching. Yeah, they they won the game against the Dolphins, but they almost became the sixth seed or even missing the playoffs. Playoffs. So it was. I don't think this Bills team is going to make it far at all. I think they're losing the first round. I think Steelers are winning that game. Uh so. A little bit of, well, of course, you guys know I'm the numbers guy. I like numbers. This is the first time these two guys are be playing against each other since 1995. So a uh, good little rivalry there that that will be renewed. Uh, Pittsburgh, yes, has not looked very good overall this season. Uh, Mason Rudolph should be the quarterback uh, this upcoming week. We still don't know about Kenny Pickett. He is still question marks. I doubt he'll be uh, 100%. And if he was, I don't think that's going to be the right decision to bring him in. So I think Rudolph will definitely get that start, even though they have not announced that one. TJ Watt, MCL strain, he will not be playing in this one. So that's going to be tough news for the defense there. Uh, this team hasn't won a, a playoff game since 2016. I don't think this is going to be um, a great situation for them. As we were saying, Buffalo has been red hot, winning uh, five straight, six of the last seven games for them. Uh, they're ranked fourth in the pass block. Uh, win rate so their defense is is stout right now they looked great against Miami in Miami uh, so this is the fourth straight AFC East division title though for Buffalo as well so I think Buffalo has all the momentum right now as Kettler did allude to they did not look good in the past years when it comes to the playoffs they don't make it very far they seem to choke so I have a lot of question marks there are they going to be able to make it that far unfortunately I think they'll make it past th this round I think Pittsburgh will lose in this one I think the defense losing this many players is going to be really a big trouble here. So I think Buffalo moves on. They do it easily. Will they get further than that? I don't know. The turnovers are definitely going to be question marks, but I think Buffalo is able to figure it out against the Steelers this weekend. 
also to note, Gabe Davis did not practice this past week, uh, so look for that on the question marks if he's going to play. Any final comments from this one, guys? Mm-mm. I, I mean, oh yeah. I mean, if I may. Yeah, go for it. Uh, no, I mean, I think Keller explained like an, an exact situation that happened like a couple weeks ago. If uh, there's a lot of turnovers, Steelers could definitely win this game. So I think as long as the turnovers are low, there's no way Buffalo loses. If, if Steelers' defense, even with all those injuries, if they find a way to just give Josh Allen pressure, I think there's a chance. You know, like it's not going to be like a blowout one side or the other, but I, I, like what Connor's even saying and what I said a little bit earlier, I think their defense can hold up enough and make Josh Allen uneasy. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, very interesting to see with, with, with this uh, turnover battle here. All right, let's move on to six ranked Miami visiting number three ranked. Kansas City, Miami, eleven and six. Kansas City also is eleven and six. That game is on Saturday, eight fifteen Eastern time. We'll start off with you, Kettler. What do you think about this game? Anything you guys want to, or anything you want to note before you make a pick? Um, both of these teams have explosive offenses. Um, they have star players. They have. There'll be a reunion for uh, for Tyreek to go back to KC. Uh, it's going to be cold. I think it's going to be in, like, the negatives for this game. Um, so it's not going to be fun for them. But I do actually believe the Dolphins are going to win this game. With the amount of receivers um, lacking with Kansas City, it's been just atrocious this season. And then when Taylor Swift is not there for Travis Kelsey, it's bad. Or one or the other. When It's all the, tra- the Taylor Swift stuff. So Chiefs don't need to win this game. The Dolphins are going to win this game. Do we know if Taylor Swift will be at the the game? I don't care. Um, no, but um, I have no clue. Ooh, okay. Um, Connor, what do you think about the game? Um, like take or like anything you want to allude to when it comes to this game? Um, not really. I mean, this is a the Dolphins are very beatable, especially against better teams. Um. This is also probably the best defense Kansas City has had in a long time, while also the worst offense they've had in a long time. So, you know, a couple different ways. But um, I'm picking the Chiefs to still win this game. I think the fact that it's at home in those weather conditions and the fact that this defense, I think, very well could stop um, Miami's offense. Is that it? Yeah, end quote. Sorry. Okay, it sounded like you wanted to add more to that. You just did not know how to say it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um. So for my pick, I was just leaving some for you. I didn't want to take. Oh. Take all the... Okay, I appreciate it. So before I get to my pick, these two teams met back in Week 14 in Germany. It was a 21-14 win for Kansas City. Not a good offensive game for either side. Don't know if that's because of the travel. Don't know if that's just because it was a good defensive game for both both sides. We do not know that. When it comes to Miami, a lot of injuries on the defense are going to be holding them back. They honestly had this division locked up for a long time. Should not have come down to Week 18 against Buffalo to decide the division. So a lot of injuries on the defensive side there. Jalen Waddle. lost three of their last five, correct? Yeah, they've lost a, way too many games going down the stretch, and they should have won a few of those as well. Jalen Waddle was out uh, on Week 18. Is not 100% in for this upcoming game, so look for that as well when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. For Kansas City, they were 
they're on a 14 game straight of hosting a playoff game. Crazy numbers. I did not know this until uh, I was looking at a couple articles. They're the second best scoring defense as well. But on the opposite side on the offense, they lead the league in drop passes, offensive penalties, and turnovers. That's not a good numbers to, to be leading in right there. So it's really not the same team as it has been the last couple of years. The other thing is, though, they have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Those two have been there before. If Mahomes is able to find Kelsey, it's going to be a long day for Miami on the defensive side. Therefore, I got Kansas City win, winning this one. I don't see how Patrick Mahomes is going to lose at home for the first first game of the playoffs. Um, when it comes to the second or third game, maybe he won't make it further than that. But I think first game of the playoffs, you're hosting. I think there's a good chance that you, you make it out if you're Patrick Mahone. So I got Kansas City winning in this one. All right, so next game, we got number five, Cleveland, and number four, Houston. That game is on Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Start off with you, Kettler. What do you think about this one? The Texans, they were a big surprise. They, I mean, they were a terrible team. Uh, DeMarcus Pierce made them a team, and... They had a great run, but I think it's going to end here. Um, I, the Browns, it's the miracle season for them. I mean, Joe Flacco coming out of retirement off his couch with his kids and then actually coming to work and learning this offense with, I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, you had Deshaun Watson went down. Then you had, I think his name is P.J. Walker. And then it's just, it was going the shambles. And then their defense has always been good all year. So um, now with the offense back rolling, um, I'm going with the Browns in this game. All right, Connor, what do you got on this one? This one's going to break my heart. It really is. You have two of argu- arguably the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Oh, my I was just God. <laughs> we might be looking at all time. Obviously, with like Foles and Brady still. No, time. you can't even put those two together. Don't, even, don't put Foles in, as the best quarterback in the world. Who is, Brady. is he not like two and Ogan Brady? I don't care. He is not a good quarterback. You and your agenda. Continue on. Um, yeah, it, I don't like that one of these quarterbacks have to go home, but I'm, I'm going to pick the Browns to win this game. I don't think the, I think the Texans still have the, at least on paper, the worst worst team of the two. And, I mean, yeah, with Joe Flacco's added in this already great Browns team with this great defense, I think they're going to they're gonna win this one, if not more. So I, I've been and, back and, and forth Sorry. on this one as well. Uh, Houston's looked really good this year. They have a young quarterback, which kind of gives me a lot of question marks there. But he's looked very good this year. And then you got Cleveland where they've gotten red hot to end the season. With, with Flacco, which I'm very surprised it's been able to work for them with how many injuries that they've had all season long when it comes to your kicker up to your starting quarterback. So it's really impressive to see them be able to, to overcome all of that. Uh, Cleveland did play Houston earlier this year. Week 16, Cleveland won 36-22, although Houston did not have C.J. Stroud in the that game. So that is uh, something to note there. For Cleveland, they're 11-6. and six. Uh, they have committed a league-leading 37 turnovers, though. Um, defensively have committed 28 turnovers, which is sixth in the league. So really good balance there. You don't really want to be high on the, the offensive side, but defense has looked very good this year. We already said Joe Flacco's looked very good this year. I uh, won't say anything more than that. Amari Cooper did not practice um, this week, so look for that 
that could be a big question mark there. Cooper's not able to get get going, then uh, I think it's gonna be a tough time with the offense there. Houston side, they they're ten and seven. It's their first playoff game since 2019. Although they have uh, ten wins, those seven losses, not all of them have looked very good. They've lost to the Jets, Carolina, and Atlanta, a couple of the bottom feeder teams in the league. So not good there. A lot more inconsistent for my taste. Therefore, I'm gonna go with Cleveland as well. I think Cleveland's just more consistent. I think they have a better chance to make it through. Um, I just don't like how consistent or inconsistent Houston is when it comes to the offense. So I'm going Cleveland as well on this one. So it's a clean sweep. We all got to look at the Browns there. Houston struggled to beat um, even the Colts in the last game of the season. And I think that's just going to – it's going to be even worse for them once, once the playoffs happen. They're, I don't think they're ready. I think they're still too young. So, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it'll be interesting though with those guys because you know anything can happen when it comes to playoffs. But I think the inexperienced um, quarterback might be a, a problem there. Also, Will Anderson, defenseman for Houston, did not practice this week, so look for that as well. So, let's head into the divisional rounds. We'll start off with you, Connor. You have number one seed Baltimore versus number five seed Cleveland. So, who do you have winning that matchup? I have the Ravens. I think the Browns would honestly be any other team left in uh, the AFC. However, it's just a big mismatch with how much they turn the ball over and how good the Ravens are making, or I mean, uh, recovering offenses. Jeez, I'm, I can't get that out. Picks. They're good at picking the ball. They did that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's just a mismatch. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, we'll do your other pick too, so we don't confuse too much here. You also have Buffalo versus Kansas City. Buffalo would be hosting that game. Who do you have winning that one? On a coin toss, I'm going to take the Bills in overtime. They win the toss. <laughs> All right. Kettler, we'll start off with you. You would have Baltimore versus Pittsburgh in the first uh, game of the divisional. Who would you have winning that one? Uh, Baltimore easily. Uh, I think the Steelers, they make it to the first round because the Bills are just very inconsistent right now. Um, but Steelers get into this round, the Ravens are just going to kick their butt. So easily the Ravens over the Steelers. All right. Then you would have Miami versus Cleveland. Cleveland would be hosting this one. So who do you have winning that? I have the Browns. Um, I don't believe that. Yeah, the Dolphins' offense can be electric, but with that good defense, and then they're, the Dolphins' defense, defense themselves not being that great, and now the Browns' offense is good, the Browns are going to win that game. All right. So for me, I have the same thing as Connor when it comes to the matchup. So I got Cleveland versus Baltimore. Unfortunately, I don't have the same pick as you. Going into this, I thought Baltimore was the best team in the NFL. I, I figured that they were going to make playoffs as the number one seed after that Niner game and they're going to go to the Super Bowl against the Niners um, and after after looking at more numbers and looking at the the way that Jackson's not being able to perform that well in playoffs I've changed my pick numbers I think Cleveland's going to win I think Cleveland's going to I think Cleveland's going to beat Baltimore you're the kind of guy who to pull a starting pitcher when they're doing good no because no there, there's a place for numbers and there's not a place for numbers I don't think um, 
Jackson's going to be able to perform this well. He hasn't performed well when he's had multiple games rest because they've done it before in the past and they lose the next round. So even if Baltimore does make it out of this, great job. I don't know if they're going to be able to make it further past that because I have not seen, we haven't seen Lamar Jackson in the the conference champions. So I don't know if he's going to be able to do that well past that. Therefore, I think Cleveland is able to keep on rolling with Flacco. I think Cleveland moves on it and, uh, and beats Baltimore on the road, meaning that they'll play the matchup of Buffalo versus Kansas City. And I also got Buffalo in this one, though. I think Buffalo's able to, if they get out the first round, I think it's going to be a a good boost for them. So I think they're going to be able to find their way out of that uh, past Kansas City because Kansas City going on the road, I don't see them winning at all. So they're going to have to be able to to host. I think they want to be able to get past the hope uh, Pittsburgh loses and maybe Miami wins, kind of how Kettler's bracket would look but I, I don't see Kansas City winning on the road I, I'd be surprised to see him get out of the first round to be honest so I, I think Buffalo beats uh, Kansas City and they'll have to face Cleveland in the division or for the conference excuse me so Kettler we'll start off with you going to the Super Bowl for the AFC you have either Baltimore or Cleveland who's the the finals Who's going to the finals? Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns are going to the Super Bowl. They're, he's coming back to Baltimore and he is kicking their butt. I know the the first round or the the first seed. I know the only reason, in my opinion, the Ravens beat the Steelers for mine is because the Steelers are just terrible. But the first seed is not going to make it to the Super Bowl, so I think the Browns are going to want it more. Joe Flacco is going to want it more against his old team, and he he's going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Interesting. All right, Connor, you have Baltimore versus Buffalo for the championship. Who will be re- representing you for the AFC in the Super Bowl? In Vegas, I'm going to take Baltimore. I think that um, the Bills are, although I picked them to win a couple games, I think they're still pretty inconsistent once the, the new year starts, so... I think this Raven team is actually really good. I get there's been problems with Lamar statistically, numbers guy, but I mean that MVP season that he had and then didn't do well in the playoffs. That was four years ago. I, I think he's was really young, obviously back then, and I don't know. I think I can't imagine him just not being a playoff quarterback. So sticking with the Ravens. Let me just ask you this: I I get that you're no saying questions. that the numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, numbers aren't always everything, but it looks exactly identical. Does that not scare you? Picking yeah, Baltimore? no, no, that that definitely, when you were talking about that, I didn't honestly didn't realize that, and I was like, ooh, but I don't know. I, I still think they are, they, I mean, I think they were a great team last year, and they didn't even have Lamar. Uh, I think going into this year, I was decently, I, I, I was pretty high on Baltimore. And I'm going to just keep sticking with them. All right. All right, we'll move on. Uh, We got my AFC championship, Cleveland versus Buffalo. Buffalo would be hosting. And I also have Cleveland winning this one. I don't know how I have Cleveland moving this far into it. I can't believe I have Cleveland moving this far into it. Um, It's mainly because I don't trust Buffalo. I don't know what Buffalo's going to do if they make it that far because I don't think we've seen them this far. Um, I could be wrong but I don't think we've seen him at an AFC championship game before in recent history with Allen. So I don't know how he'll he's going to be able to perform with that, especially against a good defense. 
The turnover margin is going to be bad no matter what for Buffalo. We already know that. It's just how is the offense going to be able to, to uh, prevail after that. So, but I think that Cleveland defense is really going to stop Buffalo big time there. So I really have a lot of question marks there, a lot of un, um, uneasiness feeling there. So I, I got Cleveland representing the AFC in the Super Bowl with, with Kettler, which I didn't think either of us were going to have Cleveland in there. So I was surprised to hear your pick as well. Absolutely. All right, guys. That would be my heart's pick. If I Your was heart thinking pick? with my heart, it would be the Browns in there or the Texans. But I'm a numbers guy, so I just want to <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's kind of a heart pick too. I mean, I I don't like Cleveland at all. I don't even really like Joe Flacco. I just <laughs> you do not like Joe Flacco. I just think I if he's hot, he's just gonna be able to keep on going, and it might be like that that past um, Baltimore Super Bowl with him. So. Who knows? Yeah. All right. So let's head to the NFC. So the number one seed out of the NFC is the San Francisco 49ers. They deserve that first round bye for the NFC. They finished the season 12-5 and five with the best uh, playoff odds or best odds to win the Super Bowl at plus 225. Uh, they have been really good pretty much all season long. Few hiccups, which kind of gives me a little bit of scare as a Niner fan, especially early in that season. They lost three straight, which did not look good. They lost the last game of the year by one point. Did not have much, most of the starters in. So I really don't care too much about Week 18's game. So if you take away that that loss, uh, they, they have four losses on the year. Uh, I think it's okay. I think the loss to Baltimore was not a good loss. So I'm afraid against a good team in the playoffs, it, are they going to be that same team against Baltimore, which I could see it actually happening. I don't think uh, the experience level of uh, – a quarterback like Brock Purdy is going to come in handy. I think uh, him not being um, or being a second-year guy, I think it's going to cost him potentially. And they also have a rookie kicker, Jake Moody. He's been great all year long, but how much will the pressure get to uh, a young kicker like that? We see it all the time. Kickers struggle in playoffs, and we saw – I can't remember the guy last year, Dallas's kicker. He screwed up in the playoffs bad too. Missing like Brett four Maher, or five. I believe. Yeah, Maher. Maher? Something I think like it was named Brett Maher, yeah. Yeah, he missed four or five kicks in their game. So, who knows? And he was an experienced kicker. He's not. He's barely in the league now. So, who knows what happens with Jake Moody? Is it going to be able to, to cost the Niners a loss or cost the Niners a win? Who knows? So, that that's my, my concern about him. Keller, you know San Francisco pretty well. What do you think about them? They're ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're, the, they're like the Dodgers to the – to the football where they can just acquire anybody. I mean, getting Chase Young midway through at the trade deadline, that defense is just ridiculously scary. As a Packer fan, I'm not a big Niners fan because I see them obliterate a long time. Um, and I just, I, they're a good team. They're an explosive team. And um, even though they had a couple of hiccups throughout the way, I think with uh, coach experience and stuff, it's, it's, it's a no brainer that they're going to be pretty good in the playoffs. Connor, what do you think about the Niners? Yeah, I think they're easily the best team in the NFC, and then based on how I feel about the Ravens, the second-best team in football. But I think there's a big jump between them and whoever's third. So I think they're very dominant. They've been this team a lot over the past few years, very dominant defense. But this definitely looks the best they have. They look, they look the best they have. Yeah. So uh, A name I did not mention, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he did not get 
selected for the Pro Bowl. This guy's been crazy all year long. He's been the best offensive weapon so far besides Christian McCaffrey for the Niners. So if he's hot, the Niners are going to be able to win. If he's not doing well, I don't think the Niners are going to win. So I think it's going to have to run through Ayuk when it comes to throwing the ball in the air. Just wanted to mention that one. All right, so let's head to the first wild card matchup. We got the seven seed Green Bay Packers visiting the two seed Dallas Cowboys. That'll be Sunday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Kettler, let's start off with you. You're the Packer fan. What do you think about your team? The Green Bay Packers, the youngest team in the NFL, combined age of 26.4 whatever percent, or age, and this team, nobody believed in them. Everybody said, why would you – Jordan Love is his backup quarterback. He cannot do anything in this league. This team is terrible. They traded away Rodgers. They're just rebuilding, blah, 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 blah. And this team came out and made the playoffs, made the seventh seed, seventh and just – They made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Remarkable run. Many of uh, – practice squad guys making the team Bo Melton, other wide receivers who would just prove the play. I mean, there was the most out of all wide receivers in the entire league, the most uh, receptions like spread out to many receivers. I know fantasy people don't like the Packers because you can't figure out which guys wide receiver won each week, but the defense is a little bit of a struggle. Um, we made a couple of teams look amazing, like the Bucks and the, Pan- and the Panthers and the Giants, but uh, against the Bears, and then just overall, the the team wants it more. They have a great heart, and even if they don't have a great run in the postseason, um, they made it to this point in the postseason. They made it to the postseason, so it was a remarkable season. We're defeating all the odds of of uh, saying that they're going to be terrible. And for the Cowboys, I'll answer both sides. Okay, uh, the was, Cowboys. Was, you're, gonna, you're pumping the tires for Green Bay a lot here. <laughs> yeah. you got to calm down. They're a seven seed. You gotta right? get, Let's like, talk about number two. You start playing it when he talks about the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys, their offense was just explosive this year. Um, it is ridiculous where they're, you, you look up and the Cowboys are up to about 30 or something. You know, it's just like, man, it's just like, why can't they're off – is, are the Cowboys actually going to make a run this year, or are they just going to be another laughable Cowboys? You know, so and I think that's the that's the question you got to ask. Um, Dak had a remarkable season. He had, I believe, thirty five touchdowns on the season. Dak had 30, 36 touchdowns on the season, and second most touchdowns for quarterback was Jordan Love for the Packers. So. I just gotta Stop say pumping that. the brakes so. <laughs> or pump the brakes here to pump the brakes on the Packers. So it'll be a good game. Do I say my, so, then I yeah, think, say your pick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where this the is Packers, going anyways. <laughs> the Packers are winning this game. Since at and stadium opened in 2009, the Packers are four and oh, they're at at and stadium. So the Packers are going to win this game. The Packers are going to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to choke once again. Connor, you want to be more real <laughs> on this pick? I think this is going to be the highest margin of score in the playoffs. Thank you. Um, I mean, they're going to AT&T Stadium. Cowboys have been amazing there. Um, plus, I mean, it's Those been a while since Mc... Excuse me? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, thank you. 
Uh, I know it's been a while. It's not like Mike McCarthy knows this team because it's a completely different team. So I'm not going to act like that has some kind of advantage there. But, like, I'm not one to um, praise the Cowboys, but they're they're really good, and especially at home against uh, – I don't think this is going to be a close game. Yeah, I – unfortunately, I, I'm the same way. I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think <laughs> Dallas is going to wipe the floor with them. Before I get too much into that, though, this is the ninth time these two teams are playing. Four and four for each side. Both teams winning four times. Last time these guys have faced, 2016. Green Bay, nine and eight on the year. Jordan Love, as Kettler pretty much said, everything positive about him. Um, <laughs> has looked very good at the end of the year. But we still saw that Jordan Love at the beginning of the season that was throwing a lot of interceptions, could not move the ball. So I don't know how he's going to do against a defense like the Cowboys on the road. Because Cowboys defense at home is a different defense than on the road. So I think the Cowboys have the edge there against a young quarterback. I think they're going to have some trouble. It's a good learning experience for Love, though. So I think that's going to be uh, a positive step for his career and the future for the, the, the Green Bay Packers and, and what uh, Love could do. But I have a lot of troubles uh, bringing a, a young quarterback into that kind of atmosphere and saying they're going to be able to win. A.J. Dillon did not practice this week, too. So be careful of that. He might not be in the lineup uh, for game day. Dallas, they were 12-5 and five on the year. It's been 27 years since they've been to the Super Bowl. I don't know if this is the year they do get back, but it feels like this is probably their best chance in a long time to get back to that situation of a Super Bowl. So I think Dallas looks very good. I, they're the best home team, I think, when it comes to a home field advantage. I think they have it. So being a two seed, pretty much clinching uh, number one spot, or being, excuse me, being the home team unless they face San Francisco somehow in the playoffs, uh, which they have not done well against San Francisco the past two seasons. That's the team that has knocked them out of the playoffs both times. So Dallas wants to try to avoid that as much as possible, try to keep that home field advantage because if they're going to be at home, I don't know how they're going to lose. So I got Dallas winning this one mainly because how well they play at home. So at two Dallas picks against one Green Bay pick. Um, it seems like you're picking with your heart, though, Keller. I believe in this team I, yeah, for this round. This I believe I believe with this team because the Cowboys are always going to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys are always going to choke. The Cowboys are this and that. And the Packers have been successful there, and this team wants it. The Packers want it. And they're they're going to work their butt off. It might be a close game. It's not going to be a blowout. Oh, I don't want to win the Super Bowl this year. The Cowboys <laughs> are – my sources are telling me. I want to see the Cowboys, quote-unquote, fans, even though they're most of them are bandwagons. They're just, Actually, cost. they got Stroman. They're, they're Yankee fans too. They got Stroman. So oh yeah, there you that. go. Yeah, how are the Lakers doing? <laughs> uh, not too great, but hey, they uh, they still they can win it though. Uh, um, but I will say, let me add, Kelly can't be the only one praising a seventh seed team. The Packers won their season. I think uh, they needed to find out if Love was the quarterback of the future, and I think he is. And now they could build around that, and then uh, I agree. Really become. I think that's a great point right there, saying that they found their quarterback of the future. This season definitely solidified that. Excuse me. I think that that's definitely a good step there, whether they make it past this round or not. I think that's a a good step for the future. I hope they get a quarterback first round. That would be so funny. (laughs) (laughs) That would be terrible. Real quick, Kettler, what do you think is the first piece that they get out in the offseason, regardless of how well they do in the playoffs? Uh, 
what what first piece they're going to get in a draft? Yeah. Oh, no, or, we'll have the thirty uh, second pick because they win the Super Bowl, so they'll probably have to get a. Either no, no, do they they're not from, winning the Super Bowl. Either what they need from the draft, or if they have the money, go out and pick up a good guy in free agency. What position do you think they need to improve on most likely to help this team get further than a seven seed next year? Even uh, I, there's, it's going to be on the defensive side, and for the last, the defense is re- we've had so many first round picks, blah blah blah, on the defensive side, and like even Bo Melton and uh, Malik Willis and all these receivers that we have, they're like second, third round, Jaden Reed, third round. So I really believe we're going to get either a corner or a, a defensive tackle because our defense has struggled again this year. Our offense, these young guys were finding off practice squad. But, I mean, earlier in the season when the trade deadline was happening, uh, we traded away Russell Douglas to the uh, Buffalo Bills because the Packers at that point were – we weren't looking at the playoffs. We were just looking for the future. So it was pretty much a salary dump. And he's a cornerback. So, but the season turned around and we're having safeties now playing corner. So I really believe either corner because Jair Alexander got suspended the game and then Eric Stokes has been out most of the year for cornerback. So it's been very light. Jonathan Owens has been doing a great job of that. And then a couple others, but I think corner, most likely corner. Okay. I I could see that happening. Definitely picking up a, a star defenseman or something like that. And whether yeah. it's a trade or uh, free agency, but they, yeah, they definitely need somebody right now, not through the draft. Right. All right, so let's move on. We got the six six ranked Los Angeles Rams visiting the third ranked Detroit Lions. It's a welcome back for Matthew Stafford. That game is on Sunday at five or excuse me eight fifteen Eastern time. Connor, we'll start off with you. What do you think Ooh. is going to happen with this one? Um, I think the Lions are going to win. I mean, Ford Field be pretty good for them. I feel like that playoff atmosphere is going to be really nice as long as, long as they don't have Jack Harlow perform in like the middle of the game or whatever. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but yeah, obviously the, the Rams do look like they bounced back a little since last year and after winning the Super Bowl, but they're they're not near the team they were two years ago. Uh, Nakua obviously is having a great year. Cup's kind of and regressed a little bit, but um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams did end up winning this game, but I think Goff is going to beat his old his old team. Kelly, what do you think about this one? Uh, it's a Stafford reunion, but it's also a Jared Goff reunion. Um, everybody keeps talking about Stafford, but Goff also played for the Rams, you know, and Goff made, took them to the Super Bowl um, before they traded him, and but I believe that the Rams overall, I, the biggest thing that is going to come to this, the Lions are very, Dan Campbell is very aggressive on fourth down. He is very aggressive on fourth down, and he's going to want to win this game, which, of course, it's a playoff game. He wants to win, but I think well, he's going to be. Packers want to win. No, win, let me talk. <laughs> I, I really believe I really believe Dan Campbell is going to be possibly the reason they lose this game. And I don't like blaming coaches often when it comes to, to games or teams, but I think he'll be too aggressive. I mean, they lost a couple games this season towards the end of the season where if they just kicked the field goal a couple times or tried for the extra point instead of going for two, they could have won those games, but they end up losing. So I actually believe the Rams are going to win this game um, because the Lions just – even though it's a remarkable season, they won the, the division for the first time in a long time, they're just not going to win. The, I don't think they're going to win the game. 
the thing with the with the aggressive coaching, I actually really like it. It's something different that we don't see. Everybody's more about the analytics and just going for the points or kicking guy, for the punt guy. and stuff like that, which I understand the reasons behind all that, but I like that he doesn't really care. He just goes off of what he prefers, what he thinks his team could do. And honestly, yeah, it, it doesn't work out uh, a good amount of time, but when it does work out, it looks really good, and it, it's got them in positions where they end up winning games or they ended up um, extending leads over teams and those teams aren't able to come back. So I, I think that aggressive coaching by uh, by Coach DC, I think it, it's – it's different, but I think it's a good different. I like the. I'm not a. Bit, I don't like analytics much either. But the when it comes to like when they they get they get a penalty on a two point conversion, and then he still goes for two, and you're you're way back. It's just there's within reason. But when you're going for it on fourth down six times, and you're on the you're on the other team's forty yard line or something, it's 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 too much. So there's. A balance, and when you, if he's playing Madden all the time, I'm fine with that. But he's not, you know. So you're just giving the other team great field position. So I'm okay with aggressiveness, but I think he's still too aggressive. I understand. I understand with that. All right. So for my pick, I'll start off with the Rams. They're nine and eight on the year, as we said. Stafford's first game back in Detroit. I'm also hearing things that like I don't know if it's real or not, but they're like quote-unquote banning Stafford jerseys for this game. I don't know if you guys heard that as well. Did you guys hear that? On the McAfee show, yeah, I heard that. It, that's interesting. I mean, I thought everybody liked Stafford, so I'm kind of surprised that they're the fans are saying that, like, don't wear your Stafford jerseys. I understand why, but I'm just kind of surprised that they even threw that out there. Anyways, we'll move on. Uh, the Rams, they're averaging 29.9 points per game the last seven games, and that includes games against Cleveland, San Francisco, and Baltimore. They, they've looked really good to end the year. Stafford honestly has looked really good. Yeah, nine and eight does not look great, but they even they weren't supposed to be a playoff team. They ended the season off really strong. Puka Nakua, best rookie of the year, I think. No matter um, what position, I think he's been honestly the best player of uh, NFL rookies. And yeah, Cooper Cup, as Connor mentioned, he has been like uh, not that great. Not nothing too too. Uh, impressive but he's still a top wide receiver in the league he's one of the best guys on that team so just having him and Nakua on opposite sides it's going to be a big challenge for the defense there for Detroit they're 12 and 5 hosting their first playoff game at Ford Field since it's opening so they're going to be really pumped they're going to be amped for that one it's going to be a big thing there first time that the Lions are being in the playoffs since 2016 so that's even more reason to get pumped up for that but they haven't won a playoff game since 91 that that's a long time to go without winning a playoff game so I don't know how Detroit's going to be able to answer with that there's gonna be a lot of energy in that building so I think home field is going to definitely work in their favor with this one um I'm also hearing that Laporte, their tight end, did not practice this week, so look for that. Um, he got hurt in the fi- the final game of the season. Hyperextension and a bone bruise is what they're calling it for right now. So unsure if he will be able to perform. If he does, I don't know what percentage he'll be at. So look for that. I don't know how much um, they're going to be able to use him, but Laporte has been one of the best um, receiving guys on the team this year, along with uh, Amin Ross St. Brown. So... Um, Goff hat still has some options there. He's looked great all season long. So for my pick, though, I got the Rams in this one. I think the Rams are just going to come out stronger. I think Stafford's going to harness that energy coming back to Ford Field, playing against the Lions. I think um, 
I, I like the Rams just overall just a little bit better. I think it's going to be the best matchup of the wild card games. I think it's going to be really close back and forth. But I think the Rams just edge out the Lions just a little bit too much here um, for, for the Lions to deal with. So I got the Rams. I think to add on that, and I know we got to keep going, but the Rams made a lot out of nothing. I mean, they didn't have much draft picks. They didn't have much at all. Puka was a great pickup. They had like fifth round picks and later, you know, like they didn't have much to do with, and they still made it a competitive team. So I give them props. Yeah, they have not overall have not looked all that good when it comes to the roster, and yet they're still able to figure it out. So that's been impressive for sure. All right, so let's move on. We got the five seed Philadelphia facing against the four seed Tampa Bay Bucks. That will be on Monday, eight p.m. Eastern time. Connor. Your team's involved, so you started off. What do you got there? Well, oh, so I can take my time. Like, is it the Packers? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I mentioned my quarterback, um, Mount Rushmore, right? There's going to be one more just for this week only on it, and then he's gone after that week. But Baker Mayfield has the privilege of playing against the like Baker Mayfield's going on Mount Rushmore? Just for a week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think he'll probably have one of the best game of his careers. I could see him putting up, I don't know, probably just beating every stat he's ever put up against his defense. Um, I mean, guys are old. Guys can't tackle. I expect. I mean, they, the only way I don't see him having a good game is if they just choose to run the ball. Um, I think uh, – I mean, this might be somewhat close, but I have the Bucks winning probably by a decent margin. I think um, unless the Eagles have been like have this magic playbook, they're all all of a sudden going to start using. Offensively, this the play calling has been horrible. I don't think there's any way they can compete with any um, other team, any other playoff team. Um, they're won a lot of games. I'm pretty sure, it, just based off memory, I'm not looking at anything, but I'm pretty sure everything is one score. I remember, like, they'd win. I was like, oh, another one-score game. And I don't think there was ever, other than the game against the Bucks. I think they beat the Bucks by a decent amount early yeah, in the year. back in week three, it was a 25-11 yeah. win for So, for I mean, you could look at that as that could happen again, but I don't know. I I, I do, and plus, I'm pretty sure Hurts, um, well, I know Hurts, Brown, and Smith are hurt, but I don't know what their status will be come Monday. At least they have the extra day, extra two days to – to get ready or to be able to play. And even if they're on the field, who knows how well they do play. So I don't know. It's it's pretty tough. Last year, I think Shane Steichen deserves so much credit because he did make the most out of this offense. He had them playing at the best, and it's like they completely abandoned that. And it's, it's been pretty frustrating because they're wasting a prime year of this offense. Defensively, yeah, there, there needs to be a, a big – um, emphasis on them in the draft. It's and it, They switched DCs twice, and I don't think it's any of their fault, really. I don't think they're helping things, but I think it's a lot of the players, too. But, yeah, I, very... Um, I'd be very surprised if they advanced. Wow, harsh words for your favorite team, but I, yeah, just keep I understand. Real. All right, Kettler, what do you got for this team? 
Uh, I'm on the same boat, actually. I'm also picking the Buccaneers to win this game. The Eagles just have not been good the last that second half of the season. Um, none, none of the play calls have been good. None of the, the – the big thing, like, I heard multiple times, let Hurts sit, you know? Like, you're – I know they were trying to get for that higher seed, trying to win the division. Um, But you want him healthy. You know, like you want Hurts healthy, and then I know AJ Brown just went down with his knee the other day, and it's just a whole like it's a tough situation. So I really think the Bucks. I don't think Baker Mayfield's gonna have this amazing game and deserve to be on Mount Rushmore like Connor thinks. But for we, I th- <laughs> Dude, this Eagles defense makes anybody look like um, whoever the best quarterback a is. Star. Name him CJ Stroud. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, no, yes, the, but the Buccaneers are going to win this game. Uh, it's a surprise because that division, the Saints almost won that. The, the Saints were in competitive of that division too. The Falcons had a chance. I mean, it was not a very competitive division, but I do think the Bucs are going to win the beat the Eagles. Question for either one of you guys, or uh, maybe Connor is able to answer this a lot better. What happened besides play calling? Like, what happened the last five or six weeks? Nick Sirianni yelled to the fans. <laughs> that she said, <laughs> maybe. No, I don't think it's. I think we're just the last five weeks. We've seen more reality. I think they got away with wins a lot more in the first half of the season. They since week one was ugly, and I was like, oh, it's week one. First game against Belichick, he had all season to plan for it. And then week two, just watching that, especially for the Vikings, it's like this is the plays are play calling's horrible. Um, this defense does not look good. It, I I have since we since that day, I have not had expectations for them. Hmm. Unless something improves, and like I said, I mean maybe they, because last year they were such a run heavy offense. Hertz was elite under it, and then now they completely flip it. They pass so much, and um, I mean they got the receivers for it. I think Hertz has like an actually good arm, but it's just every time it's like a, to sum it up, it was like one of the weeks ago. I think you get that game against the um, Cardinals. It was like second and fifteen, and it was back to back QB draws were called. It, that is seems like. Like, that's a good way to sum up how the play calling has been. I don't know. And maybe, maybe I'm putting too much blame on the OC, but I don't understand how that roster offensively gets that bad in one year. And I think they even got better. I think Swift is a much better running back than Miles Sanders. And other than that, there really weren't many changes. It's just, I don't know. And uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, and defense, they just can't put away games. They're not good working together. They offensively don't keep putting up points once they get ahead by a lot, and then the defense can't like do them any favors either. So I think they've been the same team. I don't think anything's changed recently. Interesting. Okay, so for my pick, I don't have much more to add to this. You guys really kind of summed it up for both sides of the ball. Um, I guess the only thing I want to add to Tampa Bay is I don't like their offense either. Sorry, honestly, I think the offensive side, I think I'd, I'd rather take Philadelphia. I, I think I trust their offense just a little bit more, but it's really honestly their defense, which is we've been talking about that kind of scares me more than anything. Um, 
Tampa Bay came out and got nine points against Carolina. Yeah, the nine points was able to figure it out. But as a team like Carolina, if you put nine points against any other team, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, as a positive note, I don't think it's going to happen for them. Carolina's good. Carolina, they have games where they look great. That was not one that they looked good, and Tampa Bay got lucky. So, uh, the Packers unfortunately gave thirty to Carolina. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Carolina yeah. has games where like they look good. They they drop thirty and they they end up winning other games and stuff like that in the last second field goals, which is like great. But then they have games where they they lose nine zero. Just like that, that's a bad baseball score. It's like that's yeah. not good. Um. But for my pick on this one, initially I had Philadelphia pretty much all week up until us talking about it right now. I just changed it to Tampa Bay. I, Ooh. You guys really did convince me. Uh-huh. I had Philadelphia winning this one just because mainly I thought they were able, able to figure it out. They had the experience from last year, a lot of veteran guys. But the way you guys been mentioning it, I just now I'm second-guessing it. So just because of my second-guessing, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. So I got we got a clean sweep of Tampa Bay winning. Wow. And just to add to, like, Hurts, Brown, and Smith, those are, like, the star skill players. Or, I mean, I guess quarterback isn't a skill player, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Other than, like, the offensive line. And they're all hurt, so even if all three of them play, who knows how well they can play. Yeah, what percent are they really at? Yeah. All right, so we got a clean sweep of Tampa Bay. That wraps up our wild card. So let's head into the divisional round. Kettler, we'll start off with you. San Francisco will be facing your seven seed Green Bay Packers. What do you got having in this one? Uh, the Green Bay Packers versus the 49ers. You really let this ha- this matchup happen again? I really did. You could have avoided it. I could have avoided it by not taking the Packers, but I don't think the Packers can avoid the Niners this time. I think the Niners, as good as the Packers want it, and as much as the Packers like as much as I as much as I want to say the Packers going to the Super Bowl realist reality has to hit in and the Packers are not capable of beating the Niners um I think the Niners will win this game the pack like Connor said earlier the Packers are one of you said uh the <laughs> you said a goat voice uh, but the Packers uh yeah the Packers are they had a good season. They'll learn from the future, but the Niners are definitely going to win this game. Their offense is just explosive, and their defense is just going to win. Okay. Well your next matchup, you would have Tampa Bay hosting the Rams. What would you have going on there? Uh, so we, have, we all had a swing, clean sweep of the Buccaneers, right? But the Rams are something different. The Rams are – they're – they could be a nine and eight team, but they're still. I mean, Bucks are too. But the Rams are going to win this game. I really believe the Rams are going to win this game. Yeah. Experience, Stafford winning, Stafford winning uh, the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and he's just. They're going to go on a good run again. So the Rams are going to win that game. I like it. All right, so then you would have San Francisco and LA facing the championship game. We'll save that pick. We'll move on to Connor. Connor. San Francisco, you would have them facing against Tampa Bay. Who you got winning that one? I have the 49ers. I mean, for sure. I think. What is that? I'm not talking about the Texans. Oh, <laughs> Brock Purdy. Although I do like Brock Purdy. Um, yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. <laughs> they'll, I think they'll win this game for sure. 
right, then you got your next matchup. Not needed, not needed. Somebody's a little biased with these Niners and putting the goat. Dude, that's the goat from outside. I don't know. It just happens (laughs) to be going off. I don't know. It's crazy. (laughs) Not on your soundboard. No, dude, he he lives outside. (laughs) He mows the grass. Oh, sure. All right, Connor, your next matchup, you would have Dallas hosting Detroit Lions. Who do you got winning that one? I have the Cowboys. I mean, they're still the home game. Um, against it was the last Lions Cowboys game in Fort Field. No, it was back at AT and T. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I still think the the Cowboys. Even though not, Detroit looked better as, in that game. Yeah. I, because I, I don't think you can – I mean, there's probably times where I have looked at it and be like, oh, yeah, that's why they're going to win. But, um, just because something happened in the regular season could be the difference maker in the postseason. Like, that's why it ends up being different. So, I don't know. I, I'm even, like, my most, like, not confident pick is the Lions and Rams. And because of that, I don't I don't think I can confidently pick the Lions to win – to beat the Cowboys. I wish they would, but – Oh, okay. I don't, I'll be rooting for them, but I don't think they're going to be, beat them. Got to give credit to the Cowboys. They're actually really good. So, all right. So that means you would have San Francisco and Dallas in the conference championship, which we'll save that pick and we'll go to my picks. I would have San Francisco facing against the Rams. Um, pretty much a preview of Kettler's NFC Championship game, which I think is very possible. These two match match up again in the either divisional or championship, depending on what happens around them. I think the Rams are really good. Nine and eight. Or excuse me, eight and nine. No, wait, nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight on the year. Tougher than what their record shows. Um, come out and get a lot of good wins. They got Matthew Stafford, who's who's done it before. He's won the. He's beat the the Niners on the road to the Super Bowl. Can he do it again? Maybe. I just don't think this year. I think the Niners win this one. I think they're able to figure it out with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy's gonna look good. Brandon Ayuk's going to go off. So I think San Francisco's going to dominate this game. I don't think the Rams are going to have too much of a chance. Who knows? Maybe they do. But as Connor said, it's kind of a 50-50 toss-up against the Lions. So this matchup may not even happen. But if it does, I think San Francisco dominates this one. My next matchup would be Tampa Bay going to Dallas. And just because of how dominant Dallas is at home against teams, I got Dallas winning this one as well. I think Dallas looks so good at home. They did not look great against Detroit at home in that one, but they still got the win. A win's a win. Doesn't really matter. They look great at home. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be that team to upset them on the road. So I think Dallas moves on, and I would also have a San Francisco versus Dallas NFC championship game. I wanted to make one correction because I was wrong. The Rams were 10-7 and seven this year, not 9-8, uh, and eight, but they were still decent. I thought they were 9-8 and eight this year. According to my calculations here, 10 to 7. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. They're 10 to 7. I got to look this up now. They're 10 and 7. Or, yeah, according to Shefty. Holy oh, shit. shit. Yeah, they're 10 and 7. Yeah, they were 10 and 7. Holy crap. My bad, Los Angeles. Too. I thought they were 9 yeah. and 8 this Carson whole time. <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz got them that last win against the Niners. Holy crap. My bad, Los Angeles. You guys are 10 and 7. <laughs> That doesn't change my mind. <laughs> All right, so let's head to the NFC Championship game. Kettler, we'll start off with you since you had the unique one. You got San Francisco versus L.A. 
Who do you got winning representing the NFC in the Super Bowl? I think the NFC champions are the Los Angeles Rams. You're bullshitting over right the, now. The, no, no, I am not. Rams look good against the 49ers, though. In the Los Angeles Rams are going to beat the San Francisco. You're really going <laughs> to really put the Ginger Bowl into this? No, no, they're gonna win. They're not last week. I'm just saying, like Lions. I mean, not Lions. Rams. Like I feel like, aren't they always knocking the? Maybe not, but I feel like they knock out the 49ers in playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, but they have the most legitimate chance of beating them, and I drew truly believe the Rams are gonna win this game. Okay. That's That's okay. I mean, I'm. I don't think it's a terrible pick. I'm just surprised that you picked it. You have a six seed going all the way, which is cool. I do. Surprised. I have the Browns versus the Rams in my Super Bowl. Whoa. Oh, you, yeah, my, I, thought you <laughs> I already it, told though. you the Browns <laughs> on the other one. <laughs> you already addressed that. <laughs> Before we move That'll on be... to Connor's pick, though, Kettler, if the move. Lions win this, your whole bracket's toast, dude. Like, how, yeah. how worried are you about the Lions <laughs> being able to beat the, the Rams? He's a Packers fan. He's another heart pick. So you're you're asking me if the Lions win? Uh, yeah, it screws up that side the bracket completely. Yeah, so are, but, are you worried um, about that now? Seeing that you have yeah, Lions, Lions aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Lions aren't going to win. Yeah, he's picking with his heart. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Carter, you got San Francisco versus Dallas as your NFC Championship game. Who do you have representing the NFC in the Super Bowl? I think when it comes to blowouts, you can look at the regular season as a good indicator. I think 49ers for sure will win this game. Um, Here's that goat again, dude. What the hell? It's crazy. Is that goat from the 90s? Is that goat from the 90s? Because it's it's definitely not from any time I've been alive. I don't know why I keep (laughs) saying that. Um, 49ers look good. I mean, I'm more confident in them to go to the Super Bowl than I am for my AFC pick. But um, I... uh, All right, so I have the same NFC Championship game, and no shocker, I got the Niners winning as well. I think the (laughs) Niners honestly look so good. They had those kind of hiccups in the road uh, with Baltimore and those three games lost in the early half of the season. Um, I think they've looked past that this year. They got two, take away those three losses, they got two losses to end the season, which I think they looked very good in most of those games. Um, there's a couple of hiccups where the games got ugly, but they still got the wins. Every team has those once in a while. So I think San Francisco, San Francisco is able to figure it out. Dallas on the road is not the same Dallas at home. So I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to do anything in Santa Clara. So I think San Francisco runs away with it. It might not be a blowout, but I think they're able to figure it out and move past and, and uh, represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. A- anything mm. to talk about with the NFC guys that you guys did not mention? You guys want to mention now? Um, I might be disrespecting the Rams a bit. You guys really want to convince me that I'm sticking to sticking to them being first-round exits. But I think that's, that's fine. my most flawed pick, but we'll see. Jared Goff has a noodle arm, and I really just don't see <laughs> <laughs> being able to, to win against the Rams. I just don't see it. So I think the Lions are first-round exits. All right, we'll move on to Super Bowl picks. We'll start off with you, Kettler. You have Cleveland versus L.A., probably one of the most unlikely Super Bowl matchups besides having two (laughs) seven seeds there. So who do you have winning the Super Bowl in Las Vegas? 
in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm probable, but it's going to happen. Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns are going to win the Super Bowl over the Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be another, it's going to be a remarkable season. Not what anybody expected is the Darius Smith and the Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco is going to win that game. Let me ask you this now. There's been debates online. Comeback player of the year. Does it go to DeMar or does it go to Flacco? I think if he gets this far, how do you not give it a Flacco? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Why would you give it to DeMar Hamlin? Just because he yeah, died and came back. I mean, that's a good reason. That's, but Flacco's now into the talk. This, but DeMar Hamlin is a, is a backup player. He doesn't even dress out for games all the time. So if... If it goes off, like I think Connor said it before, or somebody I've heard, it, it goes off the worst injury and then be able to come back next season and just be alive, yeah, it can go to DeMar Hamlin. But when it comes to, like, comeback player of the year, coming back and then proving and playing football the greatest, Joe Flacco, definitely. Coming back to life? <laughs> has he played? Kidding, He's uh... played, like, a total of, like, three snaps DeMar Hamlin has. If, if Flacco was not involved in this year at all, then yeah, I think Demar Hamlin wins it. I mean, he could play one snap, and I think he'd probably still win it. But with the story of Flacco, if he makes it that far and actually does end up winning the Super Bowl, how do you not give it to a guy like that? How do you not give the MVP yeah. to a guy like that? Yeah. I well, it's, was something that I wanted to talk about earlier was the MVP, um, Lamar, and then Christian McCaffrey. Those are the tops, but you know. Most valuable player, of course, is going to be the quarterback. I think I heard J.J. Watt talk about it the other day. and But, like, the most – the best player, best offensive player, I think could go – or the could go to, like, Christian McCaffrey. So, so, really, most valuable player is not – there should be a quarterback one, and then there should just be, like, the best offensive – I know there's offensive player of the year and stuff, but still, like, participation awards can be soccer pretty soon. Let's just see how it is. <laughs> Uh, I get so, what you're saying, though, because yeah. MVP is frustrating because non-quarterbacks don't have a chance, really. I mean, they do, but... That's with most sports now, though, too, though. It's like yeah, you see but, um, in, like, just about all the other sports, it's like, which one will bring the most eyes to the TV? It's not really, honestly, like, who's actually the best player. Yeah, I think... Well, that's the same with the Pro Bowl. Year is what he's talking about. Is what McCaffrey like, should run away with because he is clearly the best offensive player. So offensive player of yeah. the year, I think, would go to him, and then a quarterback is going to be MVP. Yeah, because the offense won't. And and San Francisco wouldn't really run without McCaffrey as well too. But I think it would still run. Um, it wouldn't be the Baltimore same attack for is sure. Very dependent on Lamar, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, I think Orlowski was talking about it when um, Baltimore did beat the Niners. They, he was saying like. You want to keep giving Lamar the MVP award, and after this win, you guys are like solidifying that he's definitely an MVP. Where he wasn't even the best player on that team that game; it was the defense that got him that win. Which I 100 yeah. agree. The defense looked outstanding against San Francisco. That's honestly why they're in that position now. I mean, Lamar has a couple hiccups on the road, but that defense keeps it close, so Lamar can get those touchdowns. So Lamar has that short field. Where there's other teams out there where like. Um, I mean, I guess McCaffrey, because they, they run him like 24-7, where it doesn't seem like if the Niners have or didn't have McCaffrey that they'd be in the position that they're at now, where I think 
Baltimore might not still be a number one seed, but I still think they're going to be a top team if they didn't have Lamar. They had Tyler Huntley as a quarterback for a uh, majority of the season. I think that the defense is still going to be able to, to hold up, kind of like how Cleveland is now, where they had Deshaun Watson. Well, they had... Go ahead, sorry. Uh, when Deshaun Watson was lost for the rest of the season, that defense kept him afloat. So I think that I, I don't think people take that in consideration enough. They had like four or five interceptions Brock Purdy did, right, in that one game. Yeah. The Niners versus the Ravens. And it's just like the that's the number one seed in the NFC, you know? And if and I mean I didn't watch tons of Baltimore games, but I know their defense is remarkable you know and if you're doing that against supposedly the top team of the of the nfc which they are the first seed then they sh- their defense should get mvp vote like i know they're not but you know but like their defense is main reason while they're also there yeah offense gets a lot of praise and nfl in general and that's what everybody wants to watch because but um i don't um, know what happened i mean the phone just went off i thought someone was calling me and the phone just went off, so that's my bad. I'm guessing you were gonna say defense wins championships. Yeah, just like Brady's like run and stuff. So even though Brady did well, um, it defense wins and helps a lot, you know. So defense should deserves more praise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure, it's a team sport, so that's why I think I don't think MVP and I mean obviously it reflects people's careers and it's obviously important to their resume, but. I don't think it should be taken too seriously from people on the outside looking in because it's a team sport and these guys can't do anything without each other. So the quarterback and the running back cannot do well unless that offensive line does well. I mean, look at Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. He got sacked like six times, you know, and because of his offensive line was bad. So the runoff, the run was terrible. And then Joe Burrow had no time to throw the ball. It's, it's the same thing. So it, 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 running backs, they get all the credit, but that offensive line needs more credit too. So it's the same for when the other team doesn't score much, the defense needs more credit. But it's just, oh, the offense was terrible that game. No, maybe the defense of the other team is actually good. You know? So. Yeah. yeah, defense doesn't get enough credit when it comes to anything, not just the MVP award, which is what <laughs> what started this conversation. Same with penalties. Like, you know, like you know, there's a lot more penalties against the defense than the offense when – Sometimes it's very like barely any touching. OPI, you're on the 15 yard line. You know, like it's yeah. just no. I see so. a lot. It's the kind of thing with the defense. It's you see a lot of what they do bad than what they do good. It's like we expect them to do good, so we don't talk about them when they actually quote unquote do their job. But when they don't do their job and they cause penalties, like you're saying, like PIs or or they just blown coverage or something like that, then we we criticize them for, for not being able to get that done. So it's it defenses get a lot of backlash for quote unquote not doing their job where it's just as hard as the offense and they just don't see it the same way. Yeah. They chose their fate. They could handle the criticism. But I do agree. It is one sided, but Alright, so let's move on. We'll move back to the Super Bowl picks. Uh, we'll go to Connor now. You got Baltimore versus San Francisco for the Super Bowl. Both number one seeds. I Was last year the both number one seeds as well? Yeah. All right, so it would be back-to-back years with the one seeds facing against in the Super Bowl. Who do you have winning this one, though? I have the Ravens 
doing what they did, what, 11 years ago? I don't remember what that scoring was, but I think the Ravens are going to win this game. I think both Harbaugh brothers are going to have two wins to kick off the new year. Um, that would be crazy for that household. That would. Uh, I don't think they live in the same house anymore, but that would be cool for the family and something to look back on. But uh, I think the 49ers would for sure be any other team that came into the Super Bowl other than the Ravens. But you know, since that would be Ravens, a huh? that would be a repeat of February of 2013 when the Ravens beat the Niners 34 to 31. Yeah, good yeah. times. <laughs> Connor, question for you yeah. before we move on from this: You have a rematch of Christmas Day with Baltimore and San Francisco. That age-old conversation of it's hard to beat the same guy twice or hard to beat the same team twice, does that play a factor in this, do you think, at all? Like, Do you think it's going to be hard no. to beat the Niners? Um, no, because of the score, just of how – like, I, I agree, because, like I, I said earlier, there, there was times where a team won, but I think they're going to lose this once the playoffs started. But same thing with the um, 49ers and Cowboys, because of – how little competition the game was, I don't see how the 49ers could just flip the script on the Ravens that much. Um, plus, they were in Santa Clara for that game. It's not like yeah. uh, the, they had to play on the road. Like This is going to get worse for them home field-wise. I mean, I, I would assume maybe more 49er fans are there than Baltimore fans, but um, I don't know. I don't... Unless... There's just no turnovers or very little because what Purdy had a lot of picks in that game. Yeah, um, he had like three or four for sure. But it, this Ravens team makes that happen. I don't think that's Purdy just not being good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like slow it down and watch any of them. It's like to be on there, but I think the uh, the Ravens could for sure beat the 49ers and are more likely to than the other way around. I will say with that scoreline, that's closer than what it really was. There were some junk touchdowns at the end with Sam Darnold in, which I think Baltimore kind of gave up and threw in a lot of their second and third line guys in on the. That was a good drive, though. So it did look good. I'll give them that. It did look really good, but just take that in consideration. The score was not that close compared to what um, the the box score says. A lot of like things have to happen, like perfectly for I mean obviously the bracket but I'm saying like I for sure expect the 49ers to be in the Super Bowl and the Ravens I like they're obviously my pick but I'm not as confident so the 49ers I think I would not be surprised if they won the Super Bowl but I I expect it to be against the team that's not the Ravens yeah so, so. alright that's 435 what does that mean? Four thirty-five. How many to- how many total points will be scored in the playoffs? Oh, you have four hundred thirty-five <laughs> points. Yeah. Tiebreaker. What do you got, Keller? I didn't know how many there was. I put six seventy-eight. Oh. I know it's less than. <laughs> I know it's less than that. I just do the math. Do that score divided by I was like, that's like there's thirteen <laughs> games. You're you're saying like they're gonna score like forty or fifty points a game. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might be right. But holy cow. Imagine a Super Bowl being like 60 to 63. That'd be ridiculous. 
right, we'll go to my picks now. So I got Cleveland versus San Francisco. If San Francisco makes it this far and they're not facing a team like Baltimore, I am 100% confident that the 49ers are going to be the team hosting Bias. the Stanley or the Stanley Cup. Fuck. I'm Ooh. watching. I'm watching. I got <laughs> hockey on in the background. They'll be wow. hosting the Super Bowl. My bad. They'll be going to the Super Bowl. If they're not facing uh, a number one seed like Baltimore, I think they're definitely going to win. I don't think there's any chance Cleveland is is beating a team like this. They did beat them earlier in the year. I'll give them that. But I think it goes back to uh, my mindset of it's hard to beat the same team twice, which I think it really is hard. I mean, with any sport, when you talk about um, you see two teams multiple times, it's hard to, to sweep a team. I mean, it's more impressive when you see a team get swept by a team where it's like in hockey you face two or three times a year if you're able to win all those games and and you meet in playoffs again most likely i'm not gonna pick that team that just lost three straight times to them in the regular season so when it comes to uh, nfl you might only see them once in the year sometimes twice if you beat them both times i think it's impressive but we only see them once it could have been a fluke. So I think with San Francisco, it was during that bad stretch. So I see it as almost like a fluke. So that's the reason why I got the Niners winning this one. No comment. No comment. Homer. Yeah, yeah I Homer figured. I'm just kidding. That's no, that, that's a respectable pick. That goat went off, I think. What's your uh, final score or total points? I got... 398 points scored in the playoffs. I think that's kind of realistic. Um, I don't know what, what is realistic. I didn't look up the numbers <laughs> from the past couple years, but I think that's averaging like 32 points a game, which give or yeah. take, I think it could happen. I mean, that, that's a a lot of the unders would have to hit in most of those games, but I think it could happen. You got good defenses playing against good offenses. Who knows what's going to happen? All right, It'll guys. It'll be fun. It's going to be a fun playoff. Yeah, there's the the brackets for, for everybody. Of course, I'll post um, a graphic showing all of our brackets, um, who we got winning, and uh, stuff like that, like how I did with the MLB one. So check those ones out. Link down below for Instagram and Twitter, of course. Um, it's going to be a fun playoffs. I What do you think is going to be the most exciting game this, this upcoming week? Um, exciting, like... Yeah, Ooh. like if you have to sit down and watch uh, Lions, one game. Rams, probably. Okay, Lions, Rams. What do you think, Keller? Or the Clash of the Titans, Texans and Browns. Okay. Well, the one exciting game, I'm the one I'm most excited for is the Packers game, just because. I'm gonna mute you. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for that game. I think they they'll put a legitimate chance. Um, but when it comes to are we talking about wild card or overall? Wild card. Just like the average watch person that doesn't care about a favorite team think, just wants to watch NFL this week. If they're gonna I watch think the Rams game. and Lions. The Rams and Lions. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think we're that all is the most there. Yeah, I think that's gonna be the most viewed game. Yeah, I mean like AFC in my opinion is not as entertaining as the NFC. Um I like the I like the NFC better. Um and I think the Lions and the Rams game is gonna be a good game. It is a crime that the Kansas City versus Miami game is on Peacock only. What are they doing? Yeah. The NFL and NBC, you got to put that on primetime. It's a playoff game. Yeah. It's not like it's a regular season game. If it was a regular season game, yeah, throw it on Peacock, get people to pay for the subscription. But, like, now I got to 
buy Peacock to watch this game? Like, really? Like, if I'm not a Kansas City or Miami fan, I'm not watching this game then. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. It's a big money thing. Like, I was honestly, when I was like, oh, at least there's none on Prime, but then I forgot about the Peacock thing. I was like, yeah, I guess it's frustrating for the, you know, the the our elders generation you know they can't watch that's harder for them to watch or just people who don't subscribe to that it's just it's supposed to be the playoffs you know that's where it's on fox that's where it's on this and that so i mean the packer game's on fox but um the other games are not so yeah it's a crime that that game's on peacock yeah all right guys before we wrap it up any last comments whether it's nfl or anything else projects you're working on any shout outs you want to do i'm good um I'm uh, 435 points scored total. I think we discussed that already. It's going on record. All right. Well, hey, that will do it for us then, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you guys want to know what's going on with uh, the podcast and seeing all the graphics when we post new episodes, uh, check out the links down below. we got Instagram, Twitter, or X. Make sure you guys watch some NFL. It's going to be a fun weekend. Watch that Lions versus Rams game. That's going to be the best game on this weekend for wild card. Watch those Niners next weekend too because they're definitely going to dominate no matter who they play. I hope they play the Packers because that would be awesome to watch them kill the Packers again. <laughs> but I kind of, I, I'll digress if they have to face anybody else. But appreciate you guys listening to this one. Um, episode 85 is in the books. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you guys later. Go, go Pack, go.